Hi, welcome to the Death of My, the podcast. Before we get started, today's episode is sponsored by Newsly. For the first time in the history of the internet, the web becomes listenable. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. Browse and listen to articles from topics such as entertainment, sports, and business. Stop scrolling and start listening. They have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries. Our podcast, The Death of My, is on there too. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description and use promo code DEATH2021 and receive a one-month free Newsly premium. Unlimited listening, unlimited skips, ads-free audio. That's Newsly, N-E-W-S-L-Y dot M-E. Use promo code DEATH2021 for one month free Newsly premium. The simplest text just saying like, hey, I'm thinking about you because I know today's going to be a hard day, like means more than anyone could ever know. Hi, it's your dad. Just call me to say hi. Check it out see how you're doing. I hope all is well. Everything's pretty much the same here. I'm doing okay. I love you. If you wouldn't mind sharing your name, what you do, who you are, all the good stuff. Yeah, of course. Um, so my name is Al. And I live in North County, San Diego, near where Daniel lives. And um, I just finished with my master's in social work. Very excited about that. Um, been <clears throat> married for about four years, and we'll get into more of that because that's a huge part of the story. Yeah. Um, and also about four years ago, I lost my dad. If you wouldn't mind taking us back to four years ago. Yeah. What happened? Where were you? What was the situation? If you can like put yourself back in those shoes. Yes, of course. Um, so yeah, I'll go back like a little over four years. So I grew up here in North County, San Diego um, in Vista, but I went to college in Texas, Abilene, Texas, and was there for four years. And so, um, yeah, my senior year of college, I got engaged, just great, yay, you know, that cheesy <laughs> thing where you ring before spring. I hated that and I wanted to avoid that at all costs, but, <laughs> you know, sometimes I can't control what happens, but, <clears throat> I got engaged in the fall and we were getting married in June. So lots of excitement, graduating from college, wedding coming up. Um, my mom has had a lot of health issues throughout her whole life, like mental health and physical health. And so in the fall of 2016, my mom was sick she was in and out of the hospital with some like gastro stuff going on. And my dad was running around like crazy, trying to just kind of like take care of her and take care of all the things. And so he started to like 
probably December, January started to like notice some like different like changes in his health, which like I said, my mom had been sick my whole life. My dad healthy as a horse, like seriously, um, didn't drink, was like the most active person, ate super healthy, all these crazy things, but started noticing like some health issues. He didn't have health insurance, so went to a clinic in like February or March and what they thought maybe was like a, like a stomach ulcer. They told him he probably had a stomach ulcer. So anyways, fast forward to May, my family came out to Texas and um, my now husband Sawyer, they all came out. I graduated college on May 12th, I believe of 2017. We drove home to California um, and about a week later, my dad was playing baseball. He played baseball in like a 45 and over team was like one of the best <laughs> like players. And like I said, super active, super healthy and got in the car with my mom and said, like had literally played a whole nine innings and like essentially won the game for his team, got in the car and told my mom that he needed to go um, to the ER. Went to the emergency room, was admitted and stayed overnight. And Monday morning got diagnosed with stage four stomach cancer and was essentially told, maybe we can do chemo, but it's pretty far along, you know, all that. So, um, and then, yeah, the next couple of weeks, honestly, are like such a blur in my mind because we were getting married on June 23rd and literally a month before my dad was healthy, good to go. And then like within a minute, he was like diagnosed with stomach cancer. So yeah, he, once he found out that that was why his health was declining and it wasn't just a stomach ulcer, he, I think he was like very, very vocally saying, oh, I'm going to beat this. I'm going to, um, you know, be at your wedding. I'm going to like, we don't need to worry about it. Don't change anything. Cause of course we're all like talking about okay, should we move the wedding up? Should we postpone it? Like, dad, what do you want us to do? And I mean, very much just like his personality was like, are you kidding me? No, don't let this change anything. <laughs> like was upset that we were even considering that. And yeah. so, but within two weeks of his diagnosis, like his, um, his doctor was like, you're not strong enough to do chemo. Like he had declined really, really quickly. And so was put on hospice and brought home. And um, yeah, we got to, I had like, I had my bridal shower on Saturday, a week before our wedding. And then Father's Day was the next day. So him and I got to be together on Father's Day 2017 and that is like a really hard memory for me because that was like the last day that he was like mentally there yeah. and then 
two days later on June 20th, um, passed away. And it all like happened really, really quickly. Like he just declined so fast. And so, um, yeah. And then we got married three days later and it was like literally just all such a blur. I like have very, very few memories from it, obviously, but yeah. And then like we (laughs) went on our honeymoon for a few days. Luckily it was just like a few hours away came back and then we had his funeral so it was like pretty unbelievable to be honest like that time of life so from like finishing school getting married your dad honeymoon funeral all within a month and a half yeah unbelievable unbelievable yeah I like wouldn't wish any of that on like my worst enemy in the world (laughs) yeah so crazy and how four years later how how have you seen your grief kind of change yeah it's so much I like have been so thankful for the the kind of way that the conversation on grief has changed over the years because I think when I first lost him I feel like people were saying kind of silly things like, oh, over time it will get better. But I feel like over the last few years, really that conversation has changed. And maybe it's just that I'm around more people that have experienced loss. And so they know that that is not like an accurate statement. And maybe for some people it is, but um, it just changes. It doesn't get better. It just looks different. So like four years later, um, it's still so hard every single year because it's like so much around the same time. Like my wedding anniversary for the rest of my life will be three days after like my dad's anniversary. And I'm just like so thankful because my husband like was really close with my dad and so gets it and like feels the weight of it too. Like he's never like oh, I wish we could, like, he fully, fully gets it, and it's always right around Father's Day, which is also the absolute worst, Um, but, yeah, I feel like my journey with grief has been very slow as well. On top of all of that, like, right after I his like funeral and right after I got married I started working (laughs) full-time and so it didn't exactly like give me time to process anything Mm -hmm. I don't even really feel that I process losing my dad until around a year after which I think like in listening to some people that have been on your podcast I feel like and just other people I feel like maybe that's normal like you're in the kind of like you're in this shock uh numb zone for around a year and then you like really actually start and I would say yeah, over the last four years, it's just looked so different in different seasons and kind of like ebbed and flowed. And with with new seasons of life for me, it has made grief look so different. Yeah. You know, like yeah. with even like 
not even the big things like my husband getting a job that he's been working towards forever, like wishing my dad could see that and that bringing up a lot of hurt and sadness, like wishing he could celebrate or like the apartment that I'm in, like he never has seen this apartment and I've lived here now for almost four years and like my cat, like stupid (laughs) things, you know, like, or friends that I have now that I'm, that are like some of my best friends that I met shortly after he passed that he never knew. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just those like things that bring up. Yeah. Like knowing that life continues to go on. Yes. And they're just, they don't see any of it. And yeah. Freaking sucks. It sucks. It's <laughs> the absolute worst. Yeah. And I'm sure that, yeah. And like, I think also for me, I mentioned like my mom's health and all of that. So, like, and I'm an only child, it's just me. And so, my whole life, my dad and I were like, it was like him and I against the world. Like, we were doing everything together because my mom was sick and we were just like handling it and so it's like even harder because of that yeah I I'm an only child as well so I like absolutely understand there and and a hard part about that too that you know hopefully someone that's listening is also an only child but it's like we that we don't have siblings to even like turn to to like help with this stuff no and I don't know how it is for you but my mom and I I don't I don't know what your mom and dad's relationship was like my parents relationship was like kind of all over the place but like they had stayed married they would have celebrated 25 years of marriage like the the winter after he passed away but like my mom grieves so different than me like so so different and so I can't even like it's hard for me to yeah, it would, it would be nice to have a sibling. <laughs> I'm sure you resonate with that. That'd be, yeah. Um, curious, how, how were your friends around that time? Yeah. <laughs> um, Just to preface, because some of my closest friends, like, were MIA, right? And that's not a knock on them. It's just, like, that people don't, don't people don't know how to act, right? And and then I realized, okay, cool. Yeah, this is something we got to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> something that we have to normalize because like you you can't be MIA. They think that you want space. And like I yeah. said, it's like, <laughs> it's so normal and common for that to happen, but that has to change because if you talk to anyone that is grieving, it's just like, uh, no, the last thing I want is space right now, you yeah, know? <laughs> absolutely. I, I think that anybody specifically like around our age that has experienced loss, because it is so not normative like my friends just had no idea and and honestly I had a lot a lot of like anger and unresolved like feelings towards a good chunk of my friends um for a while because I felt just really uncared for and very and and please let me say that I have like a few, like two friends that were absolutely like the best and like took such amazing care of me. But prior to losing my dad, I felt like I had amazing, the best friends that would be there for me through everything. And I was like, so hurt 
on the other side. And, but all that to say, I think over the years, and it's just a bummer that I was the first to go through it, people will experience loss and they will come. And I already have had it happen where people come to me and they're like, oh my gosh, Allie, I had no idea what you were going through. I'm so sorry I wasn't there for you. And yeah, so it's like, I felt really angry, but I think four years out, I feel more just like understanding of, they just didn't know how. And honestly, this year specifically, I have been really thankful for my friends. Last year was really hard. Nobody like remembered anything. And like, I was like so upset because I was like, are you kidding? Like, this is the worst day of my life. And like, no one is like checking in. And I thankfully was like encouraged by my husband to like communicate those hurts. And so then this year, my friends like, did a really good job in checking in. And I mean, you know how it is. It's like the simplest text just saying like, hey, I'm thinking about you because I know today's going to be a hard day, like means more than anyone could ever know. So, yeah. And that's a good tip. And that's something that we need to keep pushing, right? It's just reach out, send a quick text, just say, hey, (laughs) I'm here. You have to process all of it and maybe in that moment that person does want to process it of what is going on but like the simplicity of just a text and knowing that like you're not alone in wallowing in your grief for the moment is like so powerful yeah did you know if your undergrad like you wanted to be a therapist have you been pursuing this Yeah, actually, it's so amazing because I just feel so, like, thankful. I knew that I wanted to pursue, like, being a therapist since I was, like, 15 or 16, and so, yeah, my bachelor's was in, like, child and family studies, which is, like, meant to kind of lead into marriage and family therapy, but I worked for a few years in between my bachelor's and grad school, so, then I decided to pursue social work, which also, you know, you license clinical social workers and license marriage family therapists do exact, like almost exactly the same thing. They just have different kind of approaches. And so, yeah, I just finished that up and feel like I'm really thankful that that was kind of what I always wanted to pursue because my dad loved that and was like very yeah. supportive of that. And so like, it's almost like I was just recently able to finish something that he knew I was like working towards. And um, so that's pretty, pretty like cool that he kind of watched me start at least that process, you know? Yeah, of course. Do you feel like your grief will play a part in this new role in therapy? Yeah, I think that just any sort of life experience informs any individual to be better and more compassionate and empathetic in whatever like path they pursue whether that is like you know childhood trauma or loss or whatever it is and I think like as a therapist 
each therapist does self-disclosure a little bit differently. So like maybe not necessarily for me in the way that I would share it with like patients or clients, like, oh, you know, like I've been through something similar. Maybe, I, like I said, it's kind of different for each therapist, but I do think that it informs and like just gives me a fully different lens of understanding for loss. And um, yeah, I think I was telling Daniel that I think he needs to be a therapist. So I think <laughs> that, that um, like loss can be really helpful. To talk about and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, being a therapist would be really cool. I also think that what I do now and maybe a platform I can create, maybe I can't be a licensed therapist, but I can just be an unprofessional someone that can be there to listen. <laughs> yeah. Well, you and know. that's what I mean is you do an amazing job and that's why. I appreciate it. <laughs> I um, am curious to know where you're at with um, the baby and you are a little bit pregnant and what was it like when you found out where are you at now um, obviously it's it, it sucks that your dad's not around for this but how how do you see him in all of this yeah um it's like such a big question and is wrapped with so much but um so I think right when my dad passed away one of my first thoughts was like so much heartbreak that he wouldn't be able to like be a grandfather someday and like that he wouldn't get to watch me like become a mom and like he was like the most amazing dad like I know a lot of people say that about their parents but I like get annoyed when people say that because I'm like no you don't know like my dad <laughs> actually the best right. um, <laughs> but so like that years and years ago I was like really really not looking forward to kind of this like time of life because I knew that it would be really hard and um even just like which I think everybody who's experienced loss knows that like nothing in life that is like good and beautiful can just purely be good and beautiful anymore after you've experienced loss. I mean, maybe for some people, but for me, it's like everything, even like the sweetness of like the gift of a baby on the way is not just purely like sweet. It like carries such a heaviness with it because my dad doesn't get to experience it or because I when I tell when I told my mom it was like this nervousness of how she would respond would she be really happy would she also be really sad because then she also knows and wishes my dad could be here um, and so yeah it's been like good and difficult and all of the things um but before we knew we just found out about a week ago that we were having a little girl mm. um and i'm so excited about that and before we found out one of my best friends had said 
like such a, I just like will hold it with me forever. But she said, I bet it's going to be a girl because if your dad had anything to do with any of it, which I don't know what I believe about all of that. Like, (laughs) does my dad help God decide what, (laughs) like what my baby is, but I want to believe that he did. And if he does, then I know he would give me a little bratty girl, just like me. (laughs) It's going to be just a spitfire. And um, so then finding out that it was a girl was really special because it was like, yeah, pops is a part of this, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And like I said, I'm only child and like only daughter. And like, that was like, huge for us in our relationship so yeah it brings up a lot but also is like sweet as well so Mm. yeah do you have a favorite memory with your dad oh my gosh that's a horrible question there's so (laughs) many um or one that sticks out yeah There's so many like that are coming to my mind, but I think that, I think that like something that always stays with me about my dad, it's like also so hard. I'm sure you experience this, but I get so like bummed to try to explain him to people because anyone that knew him like knows he's like unexplainable, (laughs) like every picture I have of him around my house, he's flipping off the camera because (laughs) that was just like, so his MO. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he just like, yeah, it's hard to explain him. But some of my favorite memories with my dad were us just like driving in the car together. And like, whether we were like, had all the windows down my dad was bald. And so like all the windows down and like the music super loud, um, like driving to the beach to go for like a sunset swim or like driving in the car. He was like driving me around because he was kind of like Mr. Mom. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but like, because my mom was sick a lot of my life, he was like always driving me everywhere, you know, or like being in the car with him and we we disagreed politically like so much and so we would get into like huge political and like religious spiritual debates like all the time and um he would always tell me like that he respected my like thoughts and my opinions and my like intelligence so much and like I think that's also really powerful, like a dad speaking that over a daughter, like, and so that's like another reason I'm excited to have a daughter is just like, he was like, not a feminist at all, but was like the most, like, supportive of like women's empowerment for his daughter, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, um, so those are like some sweet memories, mostly like in the car with him. I have like, so well, very wide variety of memories, obviously. (laughs) If you could tell him one more thing, what would you want to tell him? Daniel, you're killing me. (laughs) Um,
gosh. <laughs> I think just he like had a lot of like in the last few years of his life he was like unemployed and like just struggled in a lot of ways and I think I was kind of hard on him um just because like I knew yeah and so I think like I wish I could just tell him that like there was nobody in the world that like was more important to me than him and that I was just like proud of him you know and I know he knows that but yeah <laughs> that's what I wish I could say if someone's listening and they um, have recently lost their dad what is something that you would want to tell them I think something that has been like this is just like a little practical thing but I think something that has been helpful for me is like and this is for anybody not just maybe dads but just like if you feel comfortable with it talk about them as much as you can like not even in like a crying way like I've been bawling through this whole interview but like like just in casual conversation like be like, oh yeah, my dad loved that. Or like, you know, and if people feel uncomfortable, just whatever, who cares? <laughs> because I think that is the way that I've kept my dad like alive in my life. And maybe that's not applicable to everybody. Maybe that's something that is like hard for people to do. And I understand that. I think though, for me, like, it just helps me to, yeah, keep him around. And like friends that didn't know him can know a little bit about him. And it also just helps me to like talk about him a lot. Um, and yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if um, my friend just lost someone, and I don't know how to be a good friend to my friend. <laughs> what should I do? What should I say? Yeah, I mean, I think what's hard is everyone is so different and everyone grieves really different, but don't, I would say like, don't let that overwhelm you. And just, it's so, so simple like send a text ask how you can help and they may not even know how you can help but like you just simply like saying hey I'm thinking about you and I love you and I'm thinking about the person that you lost I love when people text me and say oh I was thinking about your dad today I'm like yes me too every day <laughs> so thanks for you know yeah for like experiencing even just the smallest amount of like grief with me yeah um, but I think it's just the simple things like it doesn't have to be like a big thing just a text or a call is so powerful so simple so simple and we need it seriously yeah. like I'm prideful and I'm not so good at being like hey I need help but people that have gone through like like there's just nothing like losing 
someone so important to you and like people don't understand and that's okay but they probably won't tell you that they need you to reach out to them and like we need it (laughs) and I I one last thing I'll say is I think that like especially the people who have gone through loss that seem like the strong person like that seem like they are okay that seem like you know they're they're holding it together and all that like especially reach out to those people Mm -hmm. like because I think if you're thinking that about your friend all of their other friends are thinking that also and then no one is there and then yeah it's like it's it's really hard and so yeah just reach out it's simple (laughs) That's it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this and sharing your story. And I really think that the most powerful thing we can do is share our story. And and, and it kind of shows people that we're not alone in our grief and we're not alone in what we're going through. And, and, you know, instead of like, a this is what we do. This is how you do it. These are the answers. It's like, that's not it. But it's like finding the little golden nuggets, talking to people and finding the little things that we can kind of shape ourselves to be, you know, better people and, and how to help grievers, but also like how to help ourselves. So thank you. Absolutely. It's seriously (laughs) such a joy to get to talk about him and (laughs) share and to know that, yeah, we're not alone.